Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. We all, all want to be happy. All of us uh, are pursuing it in some way or the other. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be happy. I believe God created us with a desire for that. Problem is, happiness is fickle. It's here today, gone today. And the reason that is true, happiness is highly dependent upon circumstances. And if you've lived in this world any period of time, you know that it's a tough old world. There are all kinds of things that come at us, uh, anything from uh, a problem with our health to our finances to interpersonal relationships to things that are going on in the world that's beyond our um, control. There is so much that that comes at us that uh, chips away at our happiness. And so, indeed, happiness is... Is, is fickle. However, I want to tell you that there is real soul-satisfying happiness available. And that kind of happiness is found through the Lord Jesus Christ. The most famous sermon ever preached is Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And in the first part of that sermon, the first 12 verses of 109 verses, we find what is called the Beatitudes. There are eight blesseds. Uh, the, the, the word Beatitude is just a Latin word that means fortunate or happy or blessed. And Jesus here in the first part of his great sermon gives us eight of those, eight blessed R's in this sermon. Now, we have already looked at the first two in the previous podcast, podcast 199. And if you didn't listen to that, go back and listen because it's very important. Blessed are the poor in spirit and blessed are those who mourn. And I talked about that in some detail. But today we look at the third blessed, and it's found here in Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, and it says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, Jesus knew, obviously, the Old Testament Scriptures. From a human standpoint of view, He learned and increased in knowledge. Uh, but from the fact that uh, the divine standpoint of view, because Jesus was both fully man and fully God, he, he authored them through the Holy Spirit. He authored the Old Testament Scriptures, and so He would go back... And he would refer to those. And so this blessed are the meek comes right out of Psalm 37, verse 11, which says, Blessed are the uh, humble or the meek, for they shall inherit the land. The humble shall inherit the land is the exact quotation of Psalm 37, 11. Uh, so this uh, particular beatitude raises two questions, two questions that I would like to attempt to answer today in, in this podcast. First question is, what is meekness? What does meek mean? And the second question is, what does inherit the earth mean? Because blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Let's look at it. Meek. Now, I'm relying here heavily on uh, the help of the Vines Expository Dictionary. Vines uh, goes back into the original language, which the New Testament was written, and that is something called Koine Greek, and it helps to define these words. And it's very important, folks, that, that we understand that. 
and that's why we need teachers and that's why we need resources to help us just like you need an English dictionary uh, go back you can go there to define a word that you don't understand and so I'm going to Vine's expository dictionary to see what uh, meek means bear with me and he says it is an inwrought inwrought mean uh, something that's put in it is an inwrought grace of the soul God put in this grace of meekness into our soul it is first toward God this is a grace that is that is uh, given toward God it, it, it involves accepting his dealings with us as good and you know um, sometimes God uh, God allows us to go through some rough spots do we get angry at God and bitter at God and fight with God about it well meekness is a grace of the soul toward God that accepts his dealings good or bad without disputing or resisting uh, it is also closely related to or linked to humility. You know, as we humbly receive whatever God allows to come our way, knowing that God is good and that God knows what is best. And it also is um, it, it, such, as, as Vine says, in the face of men, even evil men. So even as evil men uh, come against us, uh, even as men let us down, as, as men oppose us, it is an inward grace of the soul. Meekness is an inward grace of the soul that rather than lashing back out, rather than uh, defending ourselves, uh, rather than going to war, uh, we uh, realize that, that God, humbly accept that God is working even in those kinds of circumstances. Uh, meekness is absolutely in no way weakness. It is not being a milk toast. It is, it is not saying, oh, poor little old me. That's not what being meek is. Someone has said it is power under control. It is realizing that God has given us this power in us, but we do not misuse that power to, to lash out, to get revenge, to go, at, and go back at someone meekness. Uh, I could just summarize this quality of meekness by saying this, it is an inner yielding to God expressed in an outer humility of action. It's an inner yielding to God expressed in an outer humility of action. So uh, I see a word picture, and I, I like word pictures. I see a great, big, beautiful, powerful horse that is so powerful that it could that it could easily throw a man a strong man off of it and 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 stomp on him but but rather than doing that that horse is under control the power of that horse it has a bit in its mouth and reins attached to that bit and it's under control power under control and so we have that inner yielding to god we we yield what we might could do and it is expressed in outer humility blessed are the meek those that uh, have power under control those that are humble in the face of even opposition and difficult circumstances now uh, it helps to have examples and so there are two great examples in the word of god of meekness and the very first one is none other than moses in numbers in the old testament book of numbers chapter 12 verse number three we read this. Now the man Moses was very meek 
more than any man who was on the face of the earth. Wow, that's a big one. More than any man that on the face of the earth, Moses was the most meek man on the face of the earth. And in that chapter, uh, something bad had just happened to Moses. Uh, uh, Moses' own sister and brother, Miriam and, and Aaron, had, had come against his leadership in a big way. And Moses, rather than taking the power and the authority that he had to lash back at them and to get revenge, he uh, humbly accepted it and, uh, and put it in God's hands. And guess what? God handled it. I would encourage you to read Numbers chapter 12 and see how God took care of Moses and he handled it because Moses was meek. It was power under control. And then, obviously, the second example of meekness, can you guess it? Can you guess it? Yes, you're right. It was Jesus. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 29, Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's nothing more than an invitation to come and become a follower of Christ and become a part of His forever family. But Jesus was meek, and, and uh, there's no greater example of power under control and humility than Jesus. He humbled himself to become a man. He humbled himself to the death on a cross. And even though they were spitting on him and pulling out his beard and beating him and, and crucifying him on the cross, he yielded to God the Father. Not my will, but yours be done, he said to God the Father. He yielded to death. He went through it for us. That is power under control. It is humility. Jesus is the greatest example ever of meekness. The Scripture references meekness in, in many different places. Just a couple of examples of that. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, we're told to put on meekness as, as believers. And then in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11, young pastor Timothy was told to pursue meekness. And that is so important. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 25, uh, Paul told leaders to correct any opposition to them with meekness. Doesn't mean that we lay down. We don't become doormats. <clears throat> when when uh, people oppose us, when they come with opposing arguments, we are to respond and correct them. That is a leader's responsibility, but with meekness again, with humility, not with overpowering authority, authoritarian type of approach. Peter in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, talks about in the midst of persecution, when people ask us for a reason, for the hope within us, that we are to give that with a spirit of meekness. And so even as we witness, as we share with people, and even people that may be questioning and it may be opposing us, we do it with a humble spirit of meekness, power under control, yielding to Almighty God. James chapter 1, verse 21, I love this one. We are told to receive the Word of God with meekness. Humbly receive what God... God's Word sometimes is tough on us, but we are to receive it with, with meekness. And then Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 tells us that we are to restore a sinning brother or sister with a spirit of meekness. And so you're beginning to get it. So, the Bible says, Blessed are the meek, 
for they shall inherit the earth. What does that mean? Well, first of all, it is a reminder that all believers have already been given this world. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21 says, So then, let no one boast in men. Don't go boasting about all that you have, for all things belong to you already, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death. Things present or things to come, all things belong to you. And so Jesus reminded us, you know, when people come against us, you don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to hold on to it. It's already yours. The meek will inherit the earth. It is ours. God gave it to us way back in the Garden of Eden when He put us there. He said, I give this to you. You are to take dominion over the earth. And then to inherit the earth is also a glimpse of our future reign and rule with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God, there is a day coming when we will reign and rule with Jesus and the earth will be ours free of sin, free of all the consequences of sin, free of all that beats on us now and and pulls us down and takes away our happiness. I want to tell you, if you want real soul-satisfying happiness, this is where it's found. It's found in the way that Jesus wants us to walk. It's found in the narrow road. It's found in following Jesus. Blessed are the meek, power under control, for they shall inherit the earth. Well, until the next podcast, when we look at the next beatitude, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.